0: Hey, Shredders. What's going on? It is the Shred Podcast, and this is episode 30. Can you believe it, Mark? It's 30 episodes.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and I, I tell you what, I'm loving every minute of this. This is something uh, kind of outside of my comfort zone. You have done a great job um, since you started uh, kind of hosting the podcast, Scott. So kudos to you. And uh, I I really look forward to this each and every episode now. It's super fun.
0: Yeah, it's been awesome. You know, our listenership is steadily um, up over 100 every week. Uh, So that means that people are listening to this and getting value out of it, which is awesome. Uh, And I can't wait to keep doing some more. So with that being said, uh, let's uh, start off episode 30 now. And we're in week four of the open. We just finished that up. And it's our standard practice to get your impressions as to how that went, what the programming was like um, and things like that. So take it away.
1: Yeah. So week four, it was, uh, it involved a box and a barbell, um, cleaning jerks. And, and, uh, you could either do the step ups or the box jumps. Both of those were, were prescribed, which I really like that because I think it it really breaks it down to a strategy type of, type of thing. Um, some athletes feel comfortable jumping and it doesn't gas them as much. Some athletes, uh, their heart rate gets a little too high, or maybe the box is a little bit too high for them. So stepping up is a better option. And it's all about getting on top of the box and get down, right? However you do that, um, it, it, whatever's more efficient to you. So I, I love that they throw that in there, that that can be done for RX version as well. Um, and then you just go, you just go to a classic CrossFit movement, you know, the clean and jerk, um, get throw in some Olympic lifting with the, uh, with a high heart rate. And, um, I, I, once again, week number four, I love the programming again. It's, it's simple, it's effective, it's classic CrossFit and, and people, uh, people love it. Um, one, one thing that, um for our listeners out there, if they're, if they follow, uh, Dave Castro on social media, he's the, he's the one that kind of him and his team of people program these workouts from CrossFit at HQ. And, um, well, I, I did see one of his social media posts or some, maybe somebody was interviewing him and you might've seen this too, Scott, where he said, our goal in the open and in CrossFit is, is not to find the strongest. Our goal is to find the, the fittest who is also strong am I saying that right? Did you see that post? Yeah.
0: Yep, that's exactly it.
1: And that is CrossFit. It is work capacity across broad time and modal domain. That that's what it is. It's increased work capacity. So although strength is a factor, it's it's not it's not it doesn't determine the winners right it's that work capacity it's classic crossfit so week four in the books uh, our our athletes did fantastic great workout for everybody everybody did well everybody did it rx or scale did fantastic we had a few athletes that got through that on on, in the scale division which that is no easy feat um you know a lot of people are like oh you scaled it it's man i i almost myself want to go back and and do some of these workouts scale just just to just to see what it feels like, um, just to keep moving your body and, uh, just, man, it's just such a great, such a great program for week four.
0: Well, I think people underestimated that med ball step up, um, weighted step up, an an awkward object, much bigger than like a dumbbell or, or something like that. And And it burned. I mean, I judged a lot of athletes who said that just took it out of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I got some of that feedback too. And, you know, as coaches, and, uh, you can probably speak to this as well as coaches, we say, okay, uh, we have pistol squats or one legged squats in our workout today. And our modifications typically go to how can we modify that movement? Very, very similar to it, but still as a, as a modified version for somebody's strength and skill level. And CrossFit HQ and Dave Castro says and his team of it's his team of people or whatever, they say you know what we're not gonna we're not gonna really really mimic this. We're just gonna we're just gonna put an odd object, a ball, in your body and have you go up and down that same box again, and just make it a little bit more challenging. Which I think is just it's brilliant. I mean, it's a great way to modify things for people, um, you know, for whatever reason, and and just once again a great workout.
0: And the last thing I want to leave on this is I kind of saw someone talk about this. You mentioned the strategy um, of either doing box step-ups or box jumps, but this person brought up another element of this that we really didn't think about, at least I didn't, is that you looked at the time domain of 20 minutes and thought, I need to pace this. But because the weight increased on the barbell, there was going to be a slowdown moment. So really, the attack should have been go as fast as I can to leave myself time when the barbell gets heavy and everything slows down.
1: Yeah, that's 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 a very good attack of that workout um, strategically because it's you, you can you don't really have to rest on step ups you just have to keep moving. And so if you keep moving, um, it's going to buy you some time because you, as the barbell gets heavier and you're approaching a higher percentage of your maximal weight that you can lift in respect to the clean and jerk, you're going to need more rest to move heavier weight. And so I, I love, I love that strategy uh, for that athlete or wherever you saw that. I, I totally agree with that. It's great.
0: And then the last thing I want to say is, man, the PR bell was ringing like crazy. Um, I judge three individuals alone that great got point. their first pistol. Um, yeah. I saw people get PR a clean and jerk off after all of that work. Yeah. I mean some of that was just insane.
1: Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great point that you bring up Scott, uh, something I didn't think about heading into this podcast, but yes, it was ringing off the charts this weekend and and uh e- and even if people even if people did not PR their clean and jerk, they PR'd their clean right? So they, maybe it was the heaviest weight that they cleaned and maybe they failed uh, to take it overhead, but they still PR'd their clean. So, so many athletes, RX and Scaled, walked away uh, ringing that PR bell. It's fantastic. It was a great, great uh, victory for, for the athletes at Shred CrossFit for many reasons.
0: Well, that is a perfect tie-in to what we want to talk about tonight, uh, which is an article that was published in The Morning Chalk Up uh, and written by Kelly Starette. Uh, And it talked about why do we do the open? Um, And so he actually makes the comment that um, that, you know, his staff wasn't super excited about a second open in the same year. Uh, There's a lot of work that goes into uh, the behind the scenes effort to put on the open. uh, And we know that very well. Totally. Um, But he said it's necessary. It's bitter medicine. And we need it.
1: So, do you want to, do yeah. you want to
0: elaborate that on, on that a little bit?
1: Yes, uh, I I I've been waiting for this all week. Actually, since you and I kind of uh, discussed this topic, and you brought this article up 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 to me. Um, Yeah. When we first, when we first heard about a second open, you know, in in the calendar year of 2019, our first thought as a staff and as coaches, I remember, you know, you being in there and and, and when it was announced and it was like, yes, this is, this is so cool. Wow. Two opens. And then it was this long pause saying, Oh my gosh, this, you know, two opens in the same year. I mean, we've never done this and there's just a lot. It's just very busy. It's all positive. It's all great stuff. It's just very busy for us as a coaching staff, us as a gym. And then not to mention all the volunteers, all the athletes volunteering their time to judge and hang around and support other athletes. It's, it's just fantastic. So, so kudos to our, to our community. We've talked a little bit about that in the last podcast or two. Um, and, and we do need it. Uh, everybody at any fitness level needs this. And I think um, there, there's, you know, there, there's some athletes in our gym that have played collegiate sports, and maybe that's say arbitrary number. Maybe they're, you know, 45 years old, but they played college sports, so they have been removed from competing, quote unquote, competing for a decade or more. Right. Um, and so it's good to get those, those competitive juices flowing again, uh, just with yourself, you know, to get that little nervous anxiousness and that type of thing. and. Um, there's some athletes in our gym that have, uh, joined Shred CrossFit and in three weeks they were an athlete at Shred and three weeks later they sign up for the open, not knowing what the heck they're doing. They have no idea what the open is about. They're brand new to CrossFit. Maybe they've never uh, competed in an individual sport in high school or college or, or even a team sport for that matter in high school or college. Maybe they were never in, in athletics at all. Um, but so it, it's. It's it's not a. It really helps people's uh, attitudes come out. It really helps people um, get those competitive juices flowing and get outside the comfort zone. And what we've said at shred during this open is is when you get outside your comfort zone, that's when true growth happens. Um, and that's a whole nother rabbit hole that we can go down but when you get uncomfortable with things a little bit it allows you for you to grow mentally and physically in so many ways and it sounds so cliche on the surface for us to sit here uh, you know behind this microphone and, and say that but but it is it is very very true and and the, the open is not a, a single event you know sometimes people will do a 5k on a, on a summer afternoon or something like that they'll do a little race but the open is a It's a five week uh, fitness competition, right? It's a season It's a season. It's a yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's a season. The open is a season. So it's five weeks that you have to ramp yourself up and do this. And when you look at a high school football season, it's 10 weeks, you know, a college football season, you know, that's 10 to 12 weeks or whatever. And you make the playoffs, your season extends. So it, it just, it just brings that athlete in all of us. It brings out those emotions It brings out that competitiveness with yourself to do well and, and work hard and just get outside that comfort zone where, where true growth uh, can happen. When I think what's interesting
0: is when you look at the workouts on paper, it's just a workout, right? Just like any other day in the gym, we go in, there's a, there's a workout on the board and there are things that are hard for us and there are things that are easier for us. It's the same during the open. However, unlike, unlike most times during the year, you can't cherry pick that workout. You can't sandbag that workout. You can't say, Hey, I don't feel like doing 135 today because that's, what's written in the workout and you can't hide from that. And I think that after joining CrossFit and you're all new to it and you want to do the best you can after a little while, that, that kind of fades off and the open allows us to pick up that intensity again.
1: Yes, this is very well said. I I totally agree with that. Um, you, you have nowhere to hide. You know, so many, so many times people see uh, the workout on beyond the whiteboard at shred CrossFit, you know, at eight o'clock at night. And they, 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 this instantly they, they view this workout and they say, Oh man, it's got, it's, it's got double unders, man, I'm not, I'm not really good at those. I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, and they, and what happens Scott is they talk themselves out of coming. They talk themselves out of attending the workout. They, what I like to say, it's a self-imposed limitation. They're limiting themselves. um, They're limiting themselves uh, to to that event, whatever that event is. And it's self-imposed, right? Mm -hmm. In the open, like you said, there's nowhere to hide. So it once again it for that's a common denominator here with our with our discussion tonight on this podcast is that it forces you outside that comfort zone. It forces you to do things that you may not be comfortable with. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to quote unquote cherry pick. The intensity is higher. Um, and this is this is why we need this open season, and where everybody will thrive in some shape, way, form, or fashion. It's not always about the time on the clock, the time that you posted, the weight that you put over your head, how many burpees you did, and how fast you did them. There's so many more victories that come with the open mentally um, that I, that we might get into a little bit later on this podcast. But um, but but at the end of the day, it's just another workout. It, you're just doing another workout out. Um, so uh, there's just nowhere to hide. So there's a lot, there's a lot of mental growth that comes with that for sure.
0: And I think even probably more common than not showing up for the workout is to look and say, you know what? I don't feel like doing double unders. I'm just going to do the single under modification today and Mm, not, not doing the, you know, minute of effort on double unders or not trying to get better, just being satisfied with the modification and then when the old yeah. comes, you just can't do that.
1: Yes, and, and I, you know, it's as as a coach, it it is a gray area for me. I can't speak to a lot of other coaches. I Can't speak for a lot of other coaches, but sometimes it's a gray area for me as a coach uh, with that athlete because we we want to um, we want to challenge them and push them, but at the same time, we cannot we cannot train or exercise at the intensity that the open brings on a daily weekly basis, because it will lead to burnout. Um, you know, football, if you look at, we're in football season, right? We're in the heart of football season. Let's take the Buckeyes, for example, you know, we're in Buckeye country. So they do, they play 10. I, I know, I know I have to, I guess. I mean, we we are in the heart of Buckeye country. Uh, I reluctantly say that for those of you that know me, uh, go Irish. But um, but uh, but they play. They have a season right? They, they, they're not, they're not suiting up, putting on their helmet and cleats every Saturday for an entire year. It's a season, it's a 10, 15 week season, whatever, whatever that is for that team. If they make the playoffs or whatnot, but we have to view CrossFit as, as kind of that. It, we, we get into what's called mesocycles cycles and macro cycles of training and things like that. Once again, that's a whole other rabbit hole we can go down that what we as coaches are educated in. But, um, but this, we use this as our season. This, This, This is our Super Bowl. This is where we where where the intensity comes up and things like that. If you were to do that all the time, you would burn out. Ohio State doesn't play every Saturday for a calendar year. They play for they play for twelve weeks, right? That's it, and then they use the rest of the year to exercise. So there's a difference uh, in in cross in the CrossFit world. There's a difference between exercising and training. Big difference. Um, And that goes back way back to one of the earlier podcasts that we did where we told our athletes to choose a workout or maybe two a month and really go hard at the intensity. And then the other workouts, you're 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 hovering around that 80, 85% exertion rate. You got to leave a little bit in the tank because then you won't show up tomorrow. You'll be too sore and too burned out. And if you do that forever, you you, you know, you're just going to burn out and your your longevity with your fitness will start to decline. And that's at the end goal that's not what we want. That's not what you want for sure. Well,
0: and even the author of the article, Kelly Streat states that most people probably are not as fit at the end of the open as they were at the beginning of the open. It's just not what your body's used to, that intensity level. And you have to be smart throughout. Um, and it, we, we've we said this in past podcasts, you know, when you come into the gym on Monday, it's really about moving, getting that lactic acid out, uh, just getting some good movement in. And then as the week progresses, kind of picking it up again and getting ready for the weekend, in the next game in your season
1: yep yep that's very well said from him in that article because um it's it's in it's a higher intensity level and we're not used to it and so we need to uh take care of our bodies and what we also see scott during the open at shred is that um everything starts to get better believe it or not so what i mean by that is is people start to say hey I'm not going to go out with my buddies and have a drink tonight because tomorrow morning I'm signed up for the Open. So that translates to maybe eating better, right? And they say, man, I'm signed up for uh, for Friday night, so man, I, I got to get some good rest the, You know, Thursday night. I got to get some good rest this weekend because I'm signed up for that Sunday afternoon heat I want to get – so then they start sleeping better, right? So these these little things start creeping into their lifestyle to make them be a little more, a little bit more cognizant of sleeping better, eating better, uh, drinking more water, and things like that. Because it's it's like this little it's like this little competition with themselves, and 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 just that chalk that up to another reason why we really truly believe that people need this. It, there's a lot of growth and a lot of health benefits that come from from competing with yourself in the crossfit open
0: Well, and in addition to that people warm up better they cool down better they they're stretching a lot more at night they want to you know you know you struggle with uh front rack mobility just picking one out at random because that's when i you know i stretch that more during the open (laughs) because if i don't have that i'm going to struggle with dumbbell thrusters
1: Yep. I love it. You'll see people doing a little bit more mobility. They're more cognizant of it. Um, for sure. Absolutely. We see it in the gym as we're in the gym all week, we see people hitting different things, maybe attacking their weaknesses. That's why we have goat days for, or excuse me, for our athletes listening, we have goat days on Thursdays. So, uh, so athletes will, um, they'll attack weaknesses and work on skills and, and they'll just slow things down and, and, um, it's just, it's just such a great time for athletes to overall just improve a lot of these things. And, and one thing I would like to hit on Scott is the open seems to highlight many behaviors that greatly impact the quality of our lives. Um, this is, this is kind of like the, the, the mental capacity of the athlete, right? The, what's called the psycho emotional, uh, self. Um, it's, it's, like you like you said before it's the reality sets in right we're engaged in this great workout we're engaged in this great program from crossfit and there's now we're being tested right we have to do what's on the paper now we c- we can we can obviously sub it and scale it for athletes depending on fitness and skill level if if safety's an issue Right, no doubt about that, because um, safety is number one. But it it challenges people's psycho-emotional self. How do they handle anxiety? How do they handle pressure? How do they handle being having that what we always call that nervous anxiousness? That is not a bad thing uh you know not often do we we don't ha- we don't go through those anxiety and those emotions on a daily basis for the most part you know and it it brings that out of us and i would argue i would argue that people that get really really super duper anxious and nervous about this i would argue that they need this even more they need the open even more to work on their psycho emotional self and uh, uh use it, use calming type of um Uh, calming breathing patterns or breathing techniques or meditation or, or something, something, whatever, whatever calms their body to, um, to perform well. Right. right? So I I would argue that the people that get really, really heightened anxiety and really, really, uh, really, really high, I would say they, they, I would argue they, they need to open even more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've actually heard um, a few of the athletes say, why, am I, why do I put myself through this? Why do I do this? So I'm glad that, that we took a minute tonight uh, to have this conversation um, and talk about it because there is a reason why. Um, and I hope this demonstrated what that was. My other hope for the Open is that, you know, a lot of people learned, take this week, for example, that they can do pistols, right? And that they can clean and jerk Ooh. a certain weight you need to take what you've learned on this test and then build on it over the next year. You know, don't get back into that comfort zone after you already know that you're capable of more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. There's, there's so many, you know, I, I, I've been doing, I've been CrossFit a coach for a long time and, and I I know It just comes from experience. Uh, I I know people's potential, their physical potential more than they know their, their own self's physical potential, if that makes sense. It's almost it just comes from experience and seeing different uh, different people's emotions and and their body and how they move and how they how, how strong they are, and just seeing them three to four five days a week in here and how they adapt to these different exercises. As a coach, you just get really tuned in with that athlete or those group of athletes and the, the, the athletes and that we have at Shred, and you just say, Man, as a coach, you sit back and say, I, I, I bet you I know your body physically better than you know your body physically, and I I don't want to I don't want to come off as sounding conceited or, or anything like that, but I, I'm that's something that I geek out at as a coach. Um, I love to see how, 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 how right I am in learning people's potential and, and knowing that they can do certain things before they can even, before they even believe it in themselves. I think that's a great sign of a good leader and a good coach. Um, and, and I, when we saw that this weekend, there were some people I knew, oh, i never done pistols. I, it's been 10 years. I've never done it. I knew they were going to do them. I don't know about that 185 pound barbell. man. i never. I knew they were going to, I knew they were going to do that clean and jerk. Um, it's amazing. I I love it. And that's the, that's the stuff I geek out over with as a coach and as a leader and as a mentor to a lot of our athletes there is that I I know their bodies physically and it's that trust factor from athlete to coach and in the open, the open shines, it lets people shine. I I love every minute of it. Yeah,
0: it's been great. And, uh, I'm glad we're, we're almost done. It is a lot of work, uh, as Kelly says in the opening of his, his article, uh, you know, a lot of people put in a lot of time for this, but it's necessary for the community to keep developing. So with that being said, you know, I think this is a great article. And I if you want to check it out, it's in the morning chalk up. Uh, but I, I think we did a great job kind of illustrating what all was in that article and why you should do the open. Uh, any closing thoughts, Marcus, before we uh, we head out?
1: yeah I thought this was a great podcast a great topic to ra- wrap up and uh, head into week five you know we'll do one more podcast kind of wrapping things up on, on week five next week but uh but heading into week five it's it's you know um don't don't let off the gas you know that don't don't cruise into week five keep that keep that pedal down go hard it's the last week leave it all on the floor type thing um and, and a lot of memories are being created and so people that have that nervous anxiousness they have that anxiety it's 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 Bring it, bring it, absorb it. Uh, make friends with it and, and let 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 you know I'm here to tell you as a coach it's a great thing it's a great thing to have this in your life it'll help prepare you for other stresses in life maybe losing a loved one maybe maybe uh you know being involved in an accident or having a friend or, or something like that an accident and I mean who knows what life's going to throw at us and so when you when you can dial in those anxieties and those stresses CrossFit kind of trains us for life as well and I think a lot of people need to know that um coach glassman i'll leave you with this scott um then you can close us out but coach glassman says the greatest adaptation to crossfit happens between the ears and i fully believe that
0: i don't think i could could have said it any better than that so with that we're going to leave you thank you so much for joining us uh this was episode 30 uh join us next week when we do short podcast episode 31 see you next week